Here's a little toss back to some factor cap that we were doing a little bit. Okay, what do we got? A couple of uh, tweets. This is from Miguel. Miguel writes, the Beastie, <laughs> the Beastie Boys didn't fight for your right to party so you can drink hard seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty great. Good job, Miguel. Uh, this is Hey, a from- couple Zimas when you get a chance, huh? <laughs> This is from Joe K in Koreatown, I believe is what this is. Um, you were the guy he, at spring break for MTV just popping Zimas on TV. Like, what, what's this guy doing? They, they, so hard seltzers yeah. are okay. Like, mm-hmm. I know It's not my first choice, but if I went to your barbecue in your backyard and you're out and we're playing some ping pong or something or yep. cornhole or whatever it is, and you say, hey, Trav, there's a big cooler full of mm-hmm. uh, White Claws over there. I'm going to go have one. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Why not? It's not something I'm billing up and say, hey, um... You got that raspberry claw? I'm not doing that. But they're okay. They serve their purpose. No laws when you're drinking white claws. <laughs> there you go. I like that. Uh, this says we need video of Trav riding a shopping cart. Uh, and this is sent to you and Emily That's and amazing. Spectrum. Or That's I should amazing. say uh, Chris Morales. I do not. I cannot envision. Like when you told the story, I'm like, no, this guy is BSing. Yes. Yeah. He's not riding a car. A, I'm an athlete. At Ralph's. I can. I you. You'd be surprised at how nimble I actually am. And B, and B it's fun. You don't. You. You mean to tell me that you haven't been through your? You local- want to impress me? <laughs> I want you to ride the car backwards. Oh, what, you push it? No, no. So I you're you on the seat like a six-year-old. <laughs> instead of being where the handles are, you're on the other side of the car. Okay. Okay. And then as you're getting close to putting the cart back. Now you're kind of you're kind of I'm on the a, side. I'm not a gymnast. I'm not going to do a, a handspring onto the yeah. front of the car. Sounds like amateur hour to me. <laughs> no. Either do it right, go all in, or don't do it. I thought you were going to suggest that I get on the front and then you push it from one side and we ride it together. Can't do it. I thought that's what uh, we were headed for. Lakers are two and two. They've won two in a row. And why does it feel like this? Why does it feel like? Yeah, I'm glad they won. Yeah, I'm glad that they pulled that out. I'm glad that AD avoided injury. I'm glad that Russell Westbrook had a big night but when that game ended last night it left me feeling a little why yeah it's funny because there's I think there's two different camps here in Laker world I think you're hey you know what look at that stat line from Russell Westbrook look what Anthony Davis put up you want an overtime exciting game against the San Antonio Spurs Mm -hmm. great and then I think there's the other side of it where you've set yourself some expectations of it's also how you win it's also how you win by the way Quick update on tonight. So Lakers taking on the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, pre-game with myself and Michaels at 3.30. Tip-offs at 5. So early game today against the Thunder. Uh, LeBron will miss his second straight game, right ankle soreness. And Anthony Davis, questionable for tonight's game. And okay. Wayne Ellington's questionable as well, but I mentioned AD because... You might get some minutes tonight, Sleeve. I, I might get some minutes. <laughs> that's We're running out of guys. Yeah, we're already talking about... You know, I, I think this is the part that's... Um, when I say that Lakers are two and two, and this is how I feel, I think they're kind of lucky to be two and two. I think they're fortunate to be sitting at two and two because the Warriors game, Golden State won the game. It's not like the Lakers made mistakes down the stretch. Golden State won that game against the Lakers, but that's a game, of course, every Laker fan thought the Lakers would win. Phoenix, there's no question who won that game. The Suns handled business at one point had. Double-digit lead. They they were pretty much dominating the game. Lakers came back in the fourth quarter, made it interesting. Way way too uh, way too late for that. Actually, really didn't make that interesting. You played Memphis on Sunday night. John Morant put up forty and ten on you. Carmelo had twenty eight off the bench. 
LeBron, AD, and Russ were all playing, and mm-hmm. you needed John Morant to miss a free throw at the end to not go to overtime. And then yesterday, like we mentioned, yes, no LeBron. Right. Uh, but this is a San Antonio Spurs team. They're well coached. They're going to play hard. Yep. They're going to move the ball. I think yep. they're third in the league in assists. Got That's Yaka just Pirtle. what they do. They had 31 assists yesterday. Pirtle looked like the next coming of David Robinson, Lachuan. Patrick Ewing, Hakeem Olajuwon, <laughs> and, and Wilt Chamberlain. Sure. All those centers put yeah. together. Mm-hmm. Um, they won in overtime, so they're 2-2. Two and two. I, My opinion, they're lucky to be 2-2. Two, two and two. That's how I think they've played so far. Yeah, it, it's funny, and this is not – the final exam. This is not how you're going to no. feel in maybe even a week or two weeks, and sure. certainly not a month or a couple of months, and certainly not by the time you get to the playoffs. But let me just answer it like this. The way that it's looked so far is the the all of the questions I had are still glowing, right? They're, none of them have been, oh, okay, that's a little bit better than I thought. And here's what I mean. There seems to be two different versions of the Russell Westbrook, right? There was the guy that played last night who was amazing, mm-hmm. right? Just absolutely fantastic. Took over the game for stretches and, you know, along with Anthony Davis, won the game for his team. And then there was the Russell Westbrook that kind of seems disjointed and doesn't fit real well when LeBron's there. So we got those two. That's what I thought it might be. It I still do, okay? Then there's LeBron. We're playing game number five tonight. He's going to have missed two of them. That's not good. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a man in his 19th season. This is a guy coming off last season, really for the first time in his career, where he missed a significant amount of time. When this stuff starts to happen, it usually doesn't stop happening when you're at this point in your career. That's still to be concerned. You saw Anthony Davis go down last night with an injury that made you gasp for breath because sure. when every time he He's goes down, his knee, holding right, his knee, and he sure. looked like he was in agony. Mm-hmm. It, it was scary. And then you look around at the supporting cast, and it's been kind of hit and miss. All of these things are five, you know, four games in, five number tonight. None of them have been like, oh, it's a little bit better than I thought. They're all exactly what I thought, which is puts you in a certain frame of mind, makes you feel a certain way about these things. That even if there's just incremental things, like it's a little bit better in game four than it was in game one, you're like, okay, we're head trending in the right direction. Okay. And I still think that ultimately it will be in the right direction. But through four games, all of the checklist of things like are still it's, it's concerning. All right, we'll throw this out to Laker fans. Um, four games in, Lakers in at two and two. LeBron James no go tonight against the Oklahoma City Thunder. AD questionable. What have you thought so far? By the way, if you want to be specific on Russell Westbrook, the newest Los Angeles Laker, who yesterday dropped thirty three ten and eight and three turnovers. Remember the game before mm-hmm. he had nine? nine? Michael and I were trying to figure out what's the right turnover count for Russell Westbrook, trying to figure out that portion. He was fantastic yesterday. So if you want to give your thoughts on what you've already saw and what you've already seen, eight seven 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 ten. Quick ESPN. reaction time. Yep. You worried about LeBron? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I say that because anytime you're a player at that age, why wouldn't you? You know what I mean? And that's and, and this could be as simple as this. You're still in October. Why the hell are you going to play him in a back-to-back no, if for the sure. guy just hurt his ankle? For or, sure. Even if it's a minor type of thing. But you're only four games in, and, and that's already a conversation. We're not 58 games in. You know, We're not, okay, well, the playoffs are just that's a month it. and a half away. That's it. That it feels like this is early to be cautious. That if it wasn't something, and again, I'm not saying that the guy, if you said it a minute ago, this was a playoff game he plays. Yep. If this was a game against Milwaukee or Brooklyn or one of those teams, I'm, I'm sure that LeBron would be out there and doing what he needs to do. Maybe not in October, but I think everybody understands what I mean. Sure. 
this is really early to be missing games in the season for little nagging injuries. It, it is. Can I can I give a can I give a reason another reason on top of that? The Lakers have the luxury this season that they have not had since LeBron James has been a Laker. This is LeBron's fourth year with the team. Yeah, fourth year with the squad. Um, before Anthony Davis came, there was zero margin for error. If LeBron's not on the floor, you're losing that game by thirty. If then Anthony Davis comes. If LeBron's not there or playing significant minutes, you're still going to lose track when LeBron goes to the bench. Just as just how great LeBron James is. What makes this season unique? What makes this season different than the previous seasons? You've never had a player that can do what Russell Westbrook can do. When when LeBron James is not there, it doesn't take away. I mean, it, Russ's stats yesterday were LeBron esque. Right, LeBron. He was amazing, but that that was his yeah. stats when LeBron wasn't there. That's the luxury that the Lakers have this year. Is they could also be saying that's a big reason why we traded for Russell Westbrook. Well, this is what Frank Vogel didn't say exactly that, but I think that was the the underlying theme of what he said. We felt great about this move. You know, last year we we lost Bron and AD for a, a long stretch, and you know we didn't have enough uh, to sustain throughout the regular season and to win in the playoffs. And you know, to get a guy like Russ, you know, if one of those guys is down, we have another another guy that can put up a monster night like like we saw tonight. You know, paying early dividends uh, in 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 acquiring Russell. Okay. Yes, I co I co-signed that. Stamp that with the Travis seal of approval. I I agree with what he's saying. If that's why he's here. Mostly mm -hmm. to make sure that if in the event that what happened last night and what looks like is going to happen tonight, that LeBron is not going to play or is unavailable, whatever it might be. If, hey, Russ, tonight I need you to be just just go be Russell Westbrook. Yep. Great. I love it. I, I love everything about that because he won the game for them last night, him and Anthony Davis. If that's why he's here, I am all over it, Slee. It's the other part that still has me concerned. Mm -hmm. But it, look, maybe it really is just a tale of two Russes. The Russ w solo or or Russ without LeBron and then Russ with LeBron. And if we're going to have a bunch of games where LeBron is either really limited in his minutes or unavailable at all. Or strategic. Then, or strategic. Yeah, strategic. yeah, no, I don't mean limited yep. in the sense that he's unavailable, he's hurt. or what, Just like, you know what, tonight's a night we're going to manage the Back-to-back, Spurs, sure. OKC, go sure. do your thing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Then you could really talk me into this. If it's the other thing, I still have those concerns. Well, I'll say this, and this is going to be – this is how Russell Westbrook, just from my observation, how he's approached the season so far. He's come to the Lakers. Hey, I don't want to get in anybody's way. Hey, I'm not trying to let LeBron be. I'm LeBron, tell me how I can help. AD, I'm not trying to. If you're down low in the basket, I'm not trying to take the ball to the hoop. I, I think Russ is really trying to figure out his role and how he could be most effective. Did, didn't it seem like he didn't have to figure anything out last night, though? He well, just when, went off. Well, one of, when one of those guys are out, not one of those guys, when LeBron is out specifically, it's, hey, Russ, ain't nothing to figure out. Do what you've been doing for 12 years. <laughs> right. We need that tonight. That's a, that's a, a necessity. We don't – the team does not um, – it does not succeed unless you do that. The biggest question is going to be, what do the Lakers do once um, once LeBron comes back? ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. And you're right. All of these different – Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis, he's play inside-outside because he went inside last night. He took over the game. These are all great and wonderful. But at the end of the day, you have to have LeBron. If LeBron, oh, yeah. if, if LeBron is, is – You're going to have to figure point, out with LeBron, right. Yeah. 
he needs to be right and he needs to be full or very close to full LeBron if they're going to go do what we want him to can, do. Can it just come down to this? Can it just come down to as the season progresses, there's going to be games that we're all sitting there and saying, man, Russ and LeBron are, are playing pretty good together. Um, hey, when LeBron goes out to the bench to get a quick breather, nothing changes with the Lakers' momentum. Russ is actually putting the – he's maybe taking more advantage of LeBron on the bench. That's that's how it's supposed to evolve. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And – Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Leave. It was 32 years ago, a year ago today, that the Dodgers won the World Series. That the Dodgers had gone from 1988 until 2020 Hmm. on this day last year, October 27th, 2020, without a World Series. The Dodgers, the lot, 32 years. That's Arizona Diamondbacks stuff. I don't even think the Diamondbacks have been around 32 years. But that is, is, when you look at it like that. It doesn't match. It doesn't. Does not match. I mean, I guess you can say, I mean, look how long it went for the Red Sox. Look how long it went for the Cubbies. But the Dodgers and the, excuse me, the Red Sox and the Cubs mm-hmm. kind of had the curse thing, right? Like, oh, it's just, it's never going to happen because we've got the Billy Goat in Chicago. You've got the curse of the made Bambino. Made up curses. Right, for sure made yeah. up. Of course, of course. No, no, they're but factual. It they're was, actually. It was almost like they, the, the fans of those teams Expected something. Accepted. That's the right word. They accepted that it wasn't going to happen. And then when something bad happens, like, well, yeah, of course, of course, that's the way it's going to be. Dodger fans never felt cursed. They just they just went 32 years of either having teams that weren't good enough, or teams that were good enough that just couldn't get over the hump, or somebody cheated and defrauded them. 32 years. How long the White Sox go? Oh shoot, they went from like the teens up until the early 2000s. They went forever. Were Tigers a long time as well? I don't know the Tigers. I'm just trying to think because I, I remember I felt like there was a stage of 10 years where everyone was knocking one out. The Florida Marlins won two in that window. The Florida Marlins, who would have multiple seasons of 100 losses uh, year after year yeah, after yeah. year, I would win the World Series, destroy the team, lose 125 games and over and over, but win the World Series, destroy the team again. Freaking baseball. It's, it's crazy, which brings us to the question, right? Yeah. Over a nine-year window, the Dodgers have been to the World Series three times. Mm -hmm. They've won one of them. They've won eight division championships. They've gone to the National League Championship Series five times in that window. And it feels like it's just not quite what it should be. Just barely not enough. One World Series championship short over that nine-year window to make it feel, Al, like they got what they're supposed to get out of this run. One World Series championship over this nine-year run feels just just a little bit well, short of good enough. It's going to sound like a harsh word. No, it's disappointing. I think you know they underachieved. Believe it or not, that's the way to that's the way to describe it. Because if you're there's certain franchises out there, would you say that if they beat the Astros? No, I no, so I, I don't, and I think you're also playing with house money after that. I think it changes the way you approach. Just as an example, right? If you're the Milwaukee Bucks, 
you just won an NBA championship, you're kind of house money now. Yeah. There's a lot less pressure on you. Oh, you can kind of just let it rip at that point. Hey, we already can't take away that championship. And by the way, that's not saying that last season's World Series were discrediting or were not counting, but I think there is, when you are this successful for this long, you should expect more. You should. And and I don't think there's anybody within that Dodgers organization. Now, maybe Dave Roberts would say, well, then you don't know baseball. Because I know he said that after... Can't both things be true? Not that you don't know baseball, but (laughs) that that you can feel like we've done an incredible job, but it also isn't enough. Like, Dave Roberts gets baseball, right? Obviously. That you look at a nine-year window where you've been the best team in baseball or very close to it. Three seasons, 100-plus wins. Very either de facto the best as far as most wins or really close to it and one of the favorites going into the, the playoffs every year and feel like, yes, I know how hard it is to do what we've just done, but at the same time, feel like you should have gotten a little bit more. I think both those things can be true at the same time. I think they can, and that's probably the best way to describe Look, all, all I could do is I'm, I'm going to use other sports references. We had a caller call earlier today talk about the Atlanta Braves. I don't think that's a perfect example because they had 14 years. They went to the World Series, I think you mentioned, five times. five times. They were one and four. Can't go one and four. Yeah. Like that, that's a no question about it, a um, – You'll remember that Braves run as, wow, they really they didn't they should have accomplished more. That Braves run, I th- even by, for Braves fans, I'm sure they look at it like, yeah, then nah. I mean, it was it was fun because they were good every year, but that was not that's not a satisfying 14 year window. You know, you said something earlier too. You talked about that's what makes the Astros thing hurt that much even sure. more because if. And you don't know how things were going to play out. The American League, the Astros are in the American League. They took out teams probably cheating. The mm-hmm. Yankees are sitting here probably having the same conversation sure. in ESPN New York. Right you know, they're, so. They're having that chat. They're having that conversation. But I do think with the Dodgers, when you, you've created this expectation of we're just an unbelievable organization. We can compete for a World Series every single year knowing that at the end of the day, you may very well not win. To have just one I think I, I think it's okay to say that yeah they've underachieved in the sense that if only thing that matters at the end of the day is a World Series or not you're not the Phoenix Suns putting up Western Conference championships then ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance all guests appear via the Goodyear hotline let's try Santa Barbara and Aaron Aaron you're on with Travis and Slee what's up Hey happy day gentlemen there hey got to be careful we label this it's definitely not a failure it's more of a frustration it's a work in progress so there's still hope for the future you can they say someone mentioned before baltimore your season could be over in june so we at least have the anticipation there's the excitement there's the entertainment value it's, it's still worth every dime of it there it's, it's good no oh, no look it's wildly entertaining the dodgers are super fun to watch they're one of the you can turn on the dodgers in the middle of may you respect the organization absolutely of it's they got good players they, they they perform at a high level and it's not where you're rooting for a team like the orioles who season ends basically when spring training ends yeah right it, it's not that but the expectations are totally different the mm-hmm. orioles aren't saying well if we don't win the world series this season is is something less than what we set out to do the dodgers are 
The Dodgers do not break spring training saying, hey, let's see what happens. Let's just get to the playoffs and see what happens. Yeah. They break spring training saying, let's go win the World Series, and anything less than that is a disappointment. I think when you lose in the NLCS like they did in 2013, when you lose in the NLDS in 2014, when you lose in the NLDS in 2015, NLCS again in 2016, then you lose in the World Series 2017, 2018, NLDS in 2019, one World Series in 2020, do you do you do you see the theme here? Mm-hmm. You're in it every year, every freaking year. You're in it every year, and one of the final four very frequently. Okay, so with that being said, that's why I think that goes back to. But I, I thought the what was his name in Santa Barbara? Aaron. Okay, Aaron brought up probably the most important point that neither of us brought up, which you know bothers me that he brought it up and he was more knowledgeable. <laughs> we'll on this. see if I feel the same way. Go ahead. He said, "Work in progress." Can I tell you why that part's interesting? Yeah. Are the Dodgers competing for a World Series next year? Yeah, for sure. You assume that they're going to? Yeah. Are they built, which is so unique in baseball, are they built over the next couple of years to be competing? Is this sustainable? Yes. The reason why when he says work in progress, and all we could judge of where they are today, that's all we can judge it on. But when he says work in progress, he means, well, what if they get one next year? What if they get back to the World Series and win one in two years from now? No. I, I think that's a that's a fair it's, point it's to a good make. point. It's not that the Dodgers hit the detonator and blew it up and they're starting over. Right, exactly. It, it, it's not that. They're going to run back a very, very good team next year, and, and I'm excited to see it. That being said, this is a 10-year sample. This is not a where we, hey, look at Cody Bellinger. What a great rookie year. And wow, look at this Mookie Betts guy. He just, this is exciting, and we're just getting started on this. It's not that. This is a, this is a group of accomplished, proven major league players that is in the middle of a historic run, it's not unfair to judge it and saying, hey, let's give it a little more time. There is more time coming, yeah. but this is this is a fair point to kind of reflect on what it is exactly. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Pet protection comes free with auto collision coverage. Visit Progressive.com. Did you see Shohei last night? The Commissioner's Historic Achievement Award. Yeah, so I, by the way, did you know about this? I, I didn't even know I about didn't. this award. I didn't. Okay, so Otani wins the, like you said, Commissioner's Historic Achievement Award. Do you know who else has won this award? Unfortunately, now I do, yeah. All right, so he's <laughs> the first player to receive it from Rob Manfred and first award since 2014. Mm-hmm. Here's who's won it before. Okay. Cal Ripken. Great. Mark McGuire. Uh-oh. Sammy Sosa. Uh-oh. Barry Bonds. Yeesh. Ricky Henderson. Cool. Tony Gwynn. Right on. Uh, let's see what. Oh, the Seattle Mariners, Mariners team? team got it. At, I think oh, the 116 games, sure, games great, or whatever that choice. was. Roger Clemens. I say what now? Ichiru. Great choice. Um, Roberto. Uh, yeah, Roberto Clemente. Posthumously, sure. Um, let's see who else we got Rachel here. Rachel Robinson. Rachel great Robinson. Choice. Ken Griffey Jr. Great choice. Mariana Rivera. Awesome. Vin Scully. Awesome. Derek Jeter. Sure. It's about what forty percent of that list is like. Yeah, I don't know about that guy. There's just and look, I get it. it. Baseball was in a weird spot, but if McGuire, Sosa, Bonds, and Clemens are on that list, it's like okay. can you just get like a little whiteout? Do they still have whiteout? Do yeah. they have that thing that you can just yep. paint over it and 100%. give it to somebody else 100%. instead? Um, by the way, the you mentioned the Dodgers. This is the anniversary, right? Uh-huh. They won the World Series a year ago. It's also the Angels' anniversary when they won their World Series uh, back in two thousand two. It's it is it was interesting yesterday because I mentioned the Laker game is on. 
but I got the Ast or the watching the Lakers game, but I got the Astros and the uh, Braves on yesterday as well. Yeah, Tani gets the award. Oh, Tani, we don't talk about. We haven't talked about. There's been very little to talk about. I- I'm fascinated how the Angels are going to approach this offseason. Otani was the biggest name this year in baseball, and his what? What did he say at the end? Was his famous quote? I want to win, and I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I think that's going to be a, a interesting conversation. There, there's more on Otani that I want to get into because the I'll leave it at that is not just a end of the season. I'll just kind of wrap this up and see y'all in Tempe in the in the spring. There is an ominous feeling to those comments that are real that we'll pick up on the other side. It's Travis and Slee, seven ten ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash network i know this is kind of a, a played bit that, that gets happened but it, it doesn't mean it's a bad one i wouldn't mind seeing some high school pictures of chris and of you emily taylor like this would be kind of fun Have you like thrown to, one up yeah mine's been baseball up. yeah mine was yeah. mine was up I, and i'm i'm fine i I'm pretty handsome Pretty pretty happy with myself as confident, a seventeen year old confident individual over here. <laughs> no, ne- I've never been confident with the visual, but the rest of it I was pretty comfortable with. I'd like to see Chris's spiked sugar ray hair, frosted hair. I'd like to see you with your private sleeve haircut. Yeah, no, These I are was things uh, I'd like to see. I was an a hole in high school. Had a tattoo. I mean, the whole thing. <laughs> you name it, I, I was doing it. Well, well, take me through it. What was high school? See, take me from freshman sleeve to okay. senior sleeve. Freshman sleeve comes in. He's a ninth grader at Granite Hills. Yep. You know, you're kind of a wallflower. You kind of you kind of mixing it up a little bit. Like you're taking, you're trying to make friends with the juniors and seniors. You're trying to see what's going on. And as an eagle, mm, less less my freshman year, more as you know, you just starting to feel it. Familiarity in sure. four years at the same university, picking on the, the freshman at all. Maybe not, not in a mean no, way, not no. in a mean way, but just like ah, come on, freshman, get out of here. This is for the older guys. You know, it's funny. <laughs> The only interaction I had with the younger kids was basketball. Okay. Right? Like, that's the only interaction. Shoot, sophomore shoot first, freshman. Get off the court. It's like, None of that? No, nah, just... <laughs> but that, that's your only interaction. Other than that, you were just kind of with your people. Okay, so now, your you're, people. now you're senior. You know the lay of the land. You're mm-hmm. getting ready to graduate. You're going to go off to state. What senior are, year. What are we feeling? Great year. You feeling pretty good about yourself? Oh, yeah. It was It was great. You've been doing it for how long now? You're doing <laughs> stupid things that you were never doing before. Uh, way Any too comfortable res- in class. Decisions you regret. We already talked about haircuts. You had the uh, the, no, bu- the military had buzz cut. Yeah, yeah I, no, I, I oh, you had the fro. Oh, senior yeah. year, letting your your you're letting it out a little bit. I can't remember. That's so funny <laughs> that you say that. I have not, I have not looked back at high school in so long. Like you, even the friends that I keep in touch with, very few high school friends. I've That's kind of weird. How it and my wife. I probably got actually no. I got. I got <laughs> I got four or five high school friends I still keep in touch with, oh, but that's two. it. Yeah, I'm going to need to see some pictures. I need you to bring in the uh, Granite Hills uh, the yearbook. Eagles yearbook yeah, tomorrow, yeah. and yeah, I'm yeah, going to do in. a deep dive and go to the index and find Sliwa along Will the way. Will you sign it? <laughs> <laughs> I love. Yes, I would enthusiastically sign it. Um, hey, Al. Great seeing you. <laughs> so KIT. 
What, what was it? Hags have K-I-T a great summer. This summer. No, Hags K-I-T. have a great summer. That's what the, that, uh, that was the thing that happened. Quote from Shohei Otani: The biggest thing I could take from this season was that I was able to finish the season without getting hurt or being on the IL. It's really the first time in his career that that's been true. That he went through an entire 162 game season and did something that has never been done before. He was a prolific home run hitter, and he was one of the best starting pitchers in all of baseball. Just. I don't know, I can get in the numbers. A prolific home yep. run hitter and one of the best starters in baseball. Let me start with this. Okay. Do you think he can do that again? Because I want to let me read this quote again. The biggest thing I took away from this season is I was able to finish it without getting hurt or being on the IL. Can he do it again? Do I think what he accomplished is sustainable? I think knee jerk is no. That's my knee jerk reaction. I think it's the facts. I, I don't think he could do it again. And, and by the way, I a lot of that's going to be up to him because one of the reasons why he signed with the Angels is they were going to give him that opportunity to do that on a night-in-night-out They were the lone team that said, yeah, let's try to do both. And good for them for being willing to try. Okay, so this this comes back to the offseason for the Angels. Otani was an incredible show. He was box office. You stopped what you were doing. You wanted to know what's Otani. Otani's pitching tonight. Hey, did Otani just hit one four hundred and fifty feet? You know, it was in his neck. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Turns on those fastballs towards his neck, right? Right. Otani was one of the most fascinating. It was one of the most fascinating seasons in sports, in not just baseball, in any sport. I mean, that's how that's how impressive this season was. With that being said, Trav. If winning is all that matters to him, you think Otani wants to come back this up- upcoming season? You think he wants to pitch in X amount of games and hit in X amount of games? Or do you want him to be in a position where he's got just a tremendous amount of help and all the burden and the pressure doesn't want to be on him and you're on an Angels team that's not winning? Yeah, look, he's he wants to win because I think he knows, with that quote, Al, I think he knows look, what I just did. I'm not going to do that five more times. I might be able to do it once or twice more. I might be able to have a season here or there where I can give you 40 home runs, give you 20 starts, and 15 of them are going to be lights out. I, but he knows. He knows better. He knows how hard it is what he's doing. I don't think that's why he threw out the, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens next, or, you know, I'll leave it at that was, was the line. Because he knows that that season is pretty impossible to duplicate. So while I'm in the middle of this, Let's get this figured out. I can't wait around for you to figure it out because what I'm doing, I can't do for 10 years. No one's ever done it ever. I just did it once. If you think that I'm going to be able to stack up these seasons year after year after okay, year. Okay, so what, is, what do they do next year then? You, I think you have to try to go and do what's arguably borderline impossible to do, and that's catch lightning in a bottle, right? You need to go and give Max Scherzer a bunch of money. You need to go offer Corey Seager something crazy. Mm-hmm. You need to go after Clayton Kershaw and hope that he can just grab on to one more season. And I'm, I'm picking Dodgers because they're at the front of my head. There are yeah. other guys yeah, out yeah, there sure, for sure. sure. But just but vets, pitchers, vets, guys they, who've been there, look, done it. Mm-hmm. The far more likely result is it doesn't work at all, and you're in an even worse spot than before. But if you're trying to maximize Otani, you almost – look, Mike Trout's 10 years into his major league career. Mike Trout is not an old player, but he's no longer a young player. Sure, there, There's no more. Well, they got plenty of time for this. they got a lot of things that they need to get figured out. I need to break this off for a second. Emily just sent me some pictures from high school. Can, tell, me, tell me if I have this right, Emily. You have one with uh, one of your friends here. You guys are dressed like twins. Very cute. You've got another one where oh, it's theme appropriate. It's Halloween. There's pumpkins on the front doorstep. 
you look like you're pretty pleased with yourself as a high school person. Am I am I right? You look like you're having a really good time. I, I was a I was a popular kid in high school. Yeah, I, 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 I did pretty good. You're, you're feel, this is not, oh boy, they're taking a picture of me. This is like, hey, over here, get that camera over here. I want this picture taken. Yeah, I also very much dressed like a young businesswoman a lot of times when I was in high school. I don't know why. I sent you guys a third photo of me in New York City with a chunky necklace and is, is just... Is this, that one, the one in New York, you look a little bit older. Is it just... The, I am just like a year older, okay. not much older. She was running but, Wall Street that year. <laughs> exactly. This looks like you're starting your career. Yes. And then this picture. Yes. I, for some reason, just ve- dressed very preppy, just ve- just ready to go to work. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. And you look like you're digging it. Like you and, let me take another, you really liked being in high school. I, I, I didn't peak in high school. I'm not going to say that. No, no, I did enjoy high school. You're yes. not one of those people, ugh, high school. You had a good time. Yeah, I played lots of sports, had yeah. lots of friends. I had a good time. There you go. What are you waiting for? I'll wear your pictures. I have 30 of them that are loading right now. They're just, they're in the queue. I have a feeling, Emily, that we could be asking Al for these pictures for months and years and we're never going to see them. I also was well, in high like, school in the age of social phone. media, so it was easy to find. Well, so. that's true, too. I was going to say, it's not like they're just sitting here. Like, I have, I'm going through my iPhone is there photos. Some, is there something? And there's high school photos. Is there there's an something album. in your home yeah. right now that no. has pictures of you as an 18 Not at home at my mom's house. Okay, well, let's get mom on house. the horn and have hers take a couple of pictures with, you know. We'll I'll take, find one. Okay. I'll find Taylor, that means you too. You're gonna. Taylor's going flipping through his phone right yeah, now. Taylor's. This like, could go either way. Taylor's like last year. <laughs> this could. <go. laughs> Taylor is. I would Nineteen. Taylor's a pretty positive guy. Mm-hmm. Good. You know, he's, he's he's a pleasure to be around. He's a light presence. This is all good. But I wouldn't be totally shocked if you said, "Yeah, high school kind of sucked." Like you, which which way are we going with that one? No, I don't. I don't take that. Ooh, his mic's not working. Yeah, Slap that mic. Working. Clap in front of that mic. That's the old, mic's it only working. works half the time. See, maybe the, the gods Maybe are, he didn't like no, it. No, he didn't like high school. I didn't, he went uh, Charlie Brown's mom. <laughs> the Dump is coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hat on for Christmas. The man right there, you don't, you don't, you don't look super excited. No, I listen, I have yet to have... I'm not on a shirt. Let's just say that. <laughs> we got to get shirts. And you are. We need shirts for the uh, Travis and Sleeve. What would our shirts be? This is a good, this is a great question. I think we put you on a surfboard with a Stussy T-shirt and your twelfth grade haircut. Right there, we've made the Travis and Slee show shirt. How about I'm just sitting there watching a Laker game with a glass of bourbon, and you are 
and you are watching a Dodger game taking down a hot dog. <laughs> well, that's got a little Dodger like, Stadium, a little Staples Center, kind of both like of them. Lifelike things. Both of us like this, oh, kind of like looking the in the Dodger direction stadiums. there. That's Dodger Stadium, Staples Center. That's not a bad way to do it. Let's go and do the dump. JJ Redick is going to be a analyst for ESPN moving forward. That's yeah. good. He's really good at that. His podcast is good. I think he's going to slide right in and do a very good job with that. I, I always find it unique. You know, players now that while they're still playing, now J.J. Redick obviously not on a team this year, but I, I find it unique that you have a player that's actually doing a podcast every single day he's practicing or every single week he's practicing. Every He kind of has this opportunity to showcase his skills to ESPN or some of these other networks, and then he ends up landing a deal. It's a different universe, right? When, when at least when I was getting started in this, you had to go work at a TV station or a radio station or get an internship somewhere yeah. to do it. Yeah, and, the internship. And now you just flip on your phone and create a podcast or or a video blog or whatever it is. And if you're good at it, people will find it. And you're JJ Reddick, so it's sure. not like you have to go introduce yourself. It's not like you have to do certain things. But instead of him waiting for an opportunity with a network, he started his own thing. And by starting his own thing, a network came to him. All right, so the Cleveland baseball team, which was formerly the Cleveland Indians last season, that will be the Cleveland Guardians, Guardians. next season, yep. is getting pushback from another Guardians. The Cleveland Guardians of the Roller Derby League are saying, yep. no, 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 that's our name. Roller Derby in the way of Major League Baseball. Who you got in that lawsuit? So here's the thing. Originally, when they announced the Cleveland Guardians instantly, I was like, well, what about the rollerblade team? Roller Derby. Roller Derby team. <laughs> Instantly, that was my initial reaction. Actually, I got to be honest with you. You know, this could be a real thing. Do, do you remember this, Trav? Do you remember when the WWF, yeah, World the Wrestling w- F- Federation, yeah. and you're trying to say... World Wildlife Fund. Well, you're trying to say, oh, well, look at these two organizations. Who's going to win that battle? Uh-huh. This is not... I, I don't know how it's going to play out, but I will tell you that... Um, if they can make a case in court, look, they are taking our name, and we are a sports league or whatever the case is, they can make a case. No, they might. Look, it, the, the little guy can win in these situations sure. along the way. Do you like the name Guardians? No. I don't either. It, I don't hate it the way that some other things kind of land. You're like, that's doesn't terrible. It sound like it rolls. It, it, it doesn't does, it sound sounds, like it's just... Now, first of all, anything new always sounds clunky. Okay, but weird. can I give you an example? Yeah. The Washington football team. Love it. I don't know why I really like that. I do too. I, I really, really like that. I Mostly I like it because I just like calling them football team. Like not even the Washington football team. Like the uh, the Packers are playing football team this weekend. <laughs> I like saying that. Are, it just feels fun. Are they? Because I thought, is that their official name now? or were Washington they, football team. So the reason why I asked the question, was it, hey, let's make it this for now and then we're going to come up oh. with something. And then it just took off and it became... I no, think, I think I people think you're like right. this. I think it was kind of a placeholder yep. while we come up with something else, and I don't know if they ever did come up with something else that everybody and agreed it just on, stuck. and it just kind of stuck. Maybe this gives the baseball guardians a chance to go back to the drawing don't call board. call them the guardians. You can't be the baseball team, right? You can't be the Cleveland no, baseball club. That doesn't work. The- but you also don't need to be too cute. I think sometimes simplicity is a good thing, so see what happens. All right, so there's a new movie coming out this summer. Uh, it is based on one of the Toy Story characters, Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Iconic. Uh, Pixar character, right? Um, Chris Evans, Captain America, is going to voice Buzz Lightyear and not uh, 
um, tool time guy. I'm blanking on his name right Tim now. Allen. Tim Allen. Thank you. Thank you for helping me. It just Buzz Lightyear is Tim Allen. That's uh, we, we guess Chris Evans is going to have to Not a fan of the up. change. Yeah. Not a fan of the change. It's always weird when you get a new voice on something, especially an animated thing where you get but used to it. too iconic of a character yeah. to change the voice. You know, that's the problem. The problem is if this was a movie that it didn't really hit or there was only one of them and it, it wasn't not that many people paid attention. How many Toy Stories are there? Four? Four. I think there's four. Yeah. There Every are. one of them are great. I haven't seen the fourth one. Oh yeah, and the fourth one's the one with Sporky, right? Where the Spork is the the main character, where it's not a toy oh, yeah, yeah, trash. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yep. I've, I, I have seen all four. They are all good. They are but good. You, you need you need Buzz to be Buzz. Or Chris Evans out Woody is great. Allen at, at, or the uh, Tim Allen. Tim Allen and like, Tom Hanks isn't gonna. Woody's not gonna be somebody else. Who else in the Pixar universe gets their own movie? Who would you like to see? I got. I have one that I'd really like to see. Who else in the Pixar? Give me it, Mr. Incredible. Mr. Incredible is hilarious. He, he is voiced by Craig T. Nelson, who's really funny. He's kind of overweight and sloppy and awesome and solves crimes. You don't want to see that? It's a good setup right there. <laughs> like how they met, how he met uh, Mrs. Incredible. Elastigirl. Yeah, I love Holly Hunter. She, I mean, they talk. That's a, an all-star cast right there. It is National American Beer Day, Slee. Your favorite domestic beer is... You're going to go mainstream? You're going to go like Budweiser? You're going to go a little more craft? You're a San Diego guy? You can go like Stone down in San Diego? Ballast you ever had, Point? You ever tried Coronado Brewing Company? I have. That's a really, really good... They have a good, really good line of beers. I, w- I wonder how... Because San Diego is the answer to this question. Mm-hmm. Where you become kind of the micro-brew capital of the country. Like San Diego's got how many micro-brews? 10,000? San Diego and Portland, I know. Those Portland's two markets got a bunch took N- off like Ninkasi no is a great... I think that's a Eugene brewery up mm-hmm. there that's really good along the way. Your favorite mass-produced American beer? Bud Light. Huh? Oh, goodness. I think this is the last day we're ever doing the show together. You said mass-produced. I, I, I think is this it, is it. Well, I'm, I'm I assuming... I think this is the end of the line. But but you just said mass-produced. Yeah. yeah, no, that, that domestic. certainly a, an option. I was going to I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, a Coors I'm, Light man myself. Oh, really? So, yeah. okay, I thought you were going to come up... I thought you were coming up with another <laughs> beer here as No, I'm not going to go like some boutique thing that's yeah, only available like, on Wednesdays, the fourth <laughs> the fourth week of every I month. i got to be honest. I don't know the last time I just cracked open a Bud Light and sat down and drank. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to have a beer, have that, a good beer. When you're going barbecues and ball games is when you go for those sorts of things. Yeah. All right. It yeah, is ball 100 games, days. So good options. You do now. Yeah. Especially, you go down to Petco Park, you got a million good beer Even options. Dodger Stadium. Dodger Stadium's gone too, yeah. And plus, but a Dodger game, sometimes you're going, I know it's not an American beer, but let's just hit me with a few Modellos. That's a good way to go. Sure. That's a sure. great way to go at a Dodger game. 100 days until the Winter Olympics in Beijing. You getting your luge going your skeleton how your is it 100 days away yeah that's how jacked up everything is right now well that whole pandemic thing kind of threw a monkey wrench in everybody's schedule i mean these past olympics that was of course not the same and just kind of trying to watch you know it's crazy before the um before the pandemic I went to japan oh okay 2019 i went to japan and they had this right in the middle right in tokyo you come out of the main train station they had this unbelievable countdown clock to the Olympics cool. starting. It's just, you know, and I think it was sponsored, whatever company it was. But I just remember taking so many photos. I'm like, how cool is that? The Olympics are going to be right here. This is probably, this was in September of 2019. By 2020, a few months later, you know, you're starting to kind of figure out, hey, maybe this is it's not going to happen. happen. 
But it's just kind of a trip that that was all the way back then. You thought it was going to happen. You're telling me 100 days away from the... From the next one. What? <laughs> yeah, from the next one coming up. Are, are you an Olympics person? Because the, the Beijing ones that are coming up in 100 days, the Winter Olympics, other than maybe the hockey, just really don't turn my crank so much. It's not my, not my deal. I love the Summer Olympics. I cannot wait for the Olympics to come back to L.A. in 2028. Because when they were here in 84, yeah. I was 13 years old. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. I loved it. I got to go to. Do you think that's why it hooked you? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe because it does not hit me like that. Yeah. I, at I, all. I, I don't think it really does most people. I think you have to have experienced it or be into kind of some of those less mainstream sports. Like there's track and swimming. Everybody knows that. But all the other stuff. I got to go equestrian at Santa Anita. I mm. went and watched some volleyball. I saw basketball. I saw track at the Coliseum. It was just an amazing experience. Maybe it's because I was 13. Maybe it's because there wasn't the internet and all these. You got super into these things. But I loved the Olympics. Basketball, soccer, volleyball, some of the more main sports I watch. And no then, swimming? And some track and field. Gymnastics? Swimming, I got to know what's going on. Yeah. First one to touch the wall wins. <laughs> I got to know, as in, are there names that we know? Are there big-time names that we know? Oh, you need a Michael Phelps. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, I get that. Uh, Do not ask Paul McCartney for an autograph anymore. He does not want to do that or take selfies with fans. So if you see Sir Paul, leave him alone, Slee. That would be – can you imagine how many more people are now going to ask for a selfie? Hey, yo, Paul. When you make it known that you don't want selfies, (laughs) you're going to get freaking selfies. If you – your walk down, Paul McCartney's in the Starbucks downstairs. Mm -hmm. Is it Mr. McCartney? Is it Paul? Is it Sir Paul? How are you addressing him? Uh, Mr. Paul McCartney. (laughs) Mr. Sir Paul McCartney. Throw them all in there. The whole thing. You know he's been knighted. It's pretty baller. How do they find the podcast? ESPN app or on iTunes. You can catch the full three hours of the show. Just search Travis and Sliwa. We'll be right there on the app. All right, so back-to-back for the Lakers tonight. No more LeBron James. Al and I will be all over that for you tomorrow morning. I'm sure we'll find more Dodger topics to get into as well. We need to, we need to shake that up a little bit. Mason and Ireland coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.